This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Aaron... Aaron Cochran. I'll take it. Alan didn't oh. make it this way. I'll take it. I'm just happy to get on. What if you had a brother called Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> that would be complicated. You can text our little show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. The Lord Mayor show has... has Gone by, it feels like, doesn't it? After our, oh, right, after yeah. our spectacular anniversary show of oh, last week, your telethon style epic. But I, I didn't get any cake, nor did Aaron. <laughs> no, no, got chips, though, didn't Matt we? Ford got some cake, yeah. And I had um, some Savaloy, I yeah. tried some Savaloy. Matt, Matt Ford had some Savaloy, did he? Yeah. He had oh. savaloy and cake. I think he used the savaloy as a sort of a fork <laughs> to lift up a piece of cake. Yeah, so it was a splendid time was that. And I went, uh, we had six hours. Fled yeah. by, didn't it? Didn't yeah, it? Really did. Guests. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I Talking. mean... Yeah. Talking. Yeah. All of it. He wasn't, all, was he? <laughs> Actually, straight from uh, he's doing a Lord of the Rings um, personal appearances <laughs> to her. Uh, uh, Tolkien's here this morning. Oh, yes, thank you very much. I imagine he's, he wouldn't be a great radio guest. Right, no. Oh, he's clever, though. Very. Clever. Yeah. Good uh, Anglo-Saxonist. Is that right? I can yeah. imagine the sort of person you'd get on with, actually. Yeah, I think so. He yeah. lived in Birmingham. I think he's from Birmingham, wasn't he? Was he? Oh. I don't know. I'm not really a Tol- tolkien no. gisk. Okay, but, um, but um, Tolkien heads, of course, that Alan Bennett <laughs> thing about, um, about his sculpting ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Aaron, it was Aaron great Bennett. though. It was great though. In case you um, uh, just tuned in, we, we celebrated our ten-year anniversary last year. Yeah, uh, last week. Um, and you know, Lord Haw Haw only did six years on the radio, <laughs> and he yeah. you could say he's a radio ledge. <laughs> uh, it's good I that listened. we started with the obscure references already. Yeah. No, well, Lord Haw Haw um, was, a, was a, um, well, he was officially uh, a traitor. He broadcast... Um, <laughs> traitor Blunt? He, he, he broadcast um, on behalf of uh, Socialist Germany during the Second World War. Um, he was I- Irish. Irish, I think. On Absolute Radio, <laughs> yeah. commercial radio. But I had Do a, a listen. Check. As part of my whole 10th anniversary thing, I had to listen to his last ever show to see if we could, you know. Lord Haw Haw? Yeah. Oh, that's Did nice. You? Yeah. Good for him. He had Tim Key on as well. It's the level <laughs> of detail that you go to for no, he was drunk. really sets he's, you apart. He's properly was drunk. he drunk? Was he? Yeah, you could hear him saying, no, you don't know Germany. Like, I mean, it was it was very, very... It's so weird. I loved it. it People used so to get drunk on the radio. Oh, the 90s. I was drunk on last week, so I just didn't tell any of you. I just <laughs> kept it quiet. Can I say, Lord Haw Haw's last broadcast on, um, on YouTube, 195 thumbs up 35 <laughs> thumbs down the people have spoke is that right <laughs> yeah still popular still packing them in I'm just going to write I'm down what's Lord, Lord Ho Ho YouTube it's great for that though isn't it yeah but then you he'll know how because he'll see 36 thumbs down and oh, he'll know yeah. no you never know he might like it it's, yeah. it's, it's quite the drunkenness is quite um, comical. Well, you can't oh, watch him. Watch you have to oh, hear it. tell me about Joe. Yeah, it's, 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 it's radio. Yeah, it's, it's radio. Sorry. I see. Have Do a look know? at that. And then the check photos. out um, Oliver Reed. 
on the um, walking out. I won't say what he said, but he was rude to a feminist. Was he? Yeah, he told her to be quiet and he commented on a part of her anatomy, Okay, (laughs) (laughs) That is what happened. No, I remember that. Yes, Okay. thank you very much, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so I did that and then I did... um, I did the rock and roll football. They weren't drunk. No. Uh, Only on life... Yeah, oh, drunk on football. And then I did uh, Andy Bush to close the uh, ten hours. An hour Absolutely. with Andy Bush. So you did ten hours. Now Andy Bush, I've discovered, having done his show, stands up for the whole thing. What? Does he? Yeah, Standy Bush, I call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, because he looked at me in a bit like, you know, what are you doing with that seat? And I thought, no, mate. Forget about it. So hang on, were you sitting and he was standing? It was. It was like oh, I, I, it's a bit string fellows. I did put a five pound note in his, uh, his belt loop. <laughs> but if he was firing questions at you, is it not like CIA interrogations? Well I wouldn't say Andy Bush was firing questions at He didn't suddenly you know that thing with the Nazis when they turn away and then suddenly slap them across the face like did, he didn't do any so Did he say did you water the, the cold red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um So so well I'm glad you didn't put the money in the in the belt though. Oh no, it's not. Five, huh? Yeah. That's, that was all. Can't put coins in there, can you? It's not yeah. right. I could he had, he had tars, I could have put them in his, well, in his pocket. We can't put coins in there, Al, but I don't know whether <laughs> you might set a precedent. It would have been patronising, <laughs> but no, it was it was. Look, actually, really, didn't you really enjoy it? Yeah, I, it's going to be. You know, weird. I've been riding high. It's going to mm-hmm. be All weird week. doing three hours. Yeah, yeah it always feels like a, a, a drop in the ocean. Almost pointless, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> Have we heard from uh, the world outside? We have, Frank. uh, Prisoner 884 Mm. is in the New Forest on a little break and they've noticed the reptile centre is very close. Oh, yeah. I know Frank had problems finding it and went back. (laughs) No, I think... Was 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 that in the New Forest I couldn't find it? I thought it was... You're not going to know. I thought it was uh, something like Gloucestershire... Um... Okay. Uh, oh. I, I definitely, there was a reptile. There are place. two reptile centres in the UK. The more the extraordinary. It could be more than yeah, one. I don't but. see us as being internationally known for our reptile <laughs> population. I never found. I just, on that subject. Did I, you ever find it? No. I would love to hear from an, uh, anyone with a thumbs up or thumbs down. On <laughs> I pass a place when I drive back from uh, Cheltenham, where my um, my mother-in-law lives. Yeah. I pass a place, I call her my mother-in-law, She's, it's not official. Yeah. Um, there's a place called World of Crocodiles. Oh. I mean, I'm hoping it's not a bags and shoes. I'm thinking oh. it's a, I'm thinking oh. it's a, and I wonder if anyone's uh, been, I think it's called World of Crocodiles, it's something like that. Not as a world of leather. Yes, exactly, oh. but um, no, it, it's well, got, sure I'm we'll sure get it's answers. got, yes, yeah. I'd love to know if it's worth stopping off. There. 8, 12, 15, and make it snappy, yeah? Hey, oh, come on! Oh. Come on. I wonder why they've added the of, which I think feels slightly gratuitous. Just, well, just call it crocodile world. world. Yeah, yeah. They've created a world of crocodiles. <laughs> Maybe the whole thing you go into like a big mouth when you go into the thing. Mm-hmm. The whole, it's like entering a... I'm guessing, I haven't been there. It's a whole new world. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
I like the sound of it. <laughs> We've also heard from a lot of people uh, who are very excited about buying Frank Skinner tickets. You Come on! Have, uh... I mean, they're everywhere, these people. Am I right in thinking you're returning to treading the boards? <laughs> I am. Yeah. I am. Uh, well, I've been treading the boards, but I've been doing it, as, as you know, for a long time I did it yeah. in, a, in an improvised comedy kind of a way. Uh-huh. And now I'm doing it in a stand-up comedian. Absolutely no I'm improv back on the road. Well, there'll be a bit of improv. <laughs> oh, but um, I've got um, something to fall back on was before I just <laughs> fell back on my bony old backside. Oh, goodness. Well, um, You know when you go onto road, do you have a 18 van? Or do, how do you get around you people? Hmm. Well, nowadays, I, um, I've i just done some gigs yeah. around the place and uh, it was just us in uh, a Mercedes-Benz OK, us car. being you and car. the tour manager. Yeah. yeah. Because It depends whether I go to... Um, uh, whether I go um, support act or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the other vote today. Oh, should you...? Well, was that a theory? On the very rare occasions I've watched my own support act... Mm. Um, there's often a lot of empty seats because people would rather drink than mm-hmm. watch a support act. Yeah. And the theatre would mm. rather people drank than oh. watch a support act. So oh. it's a complicated thing. Well, but then it's nice to have a bit of company. Um, yeah. we've, uh, we've had an email entitled Hooray and an exclamation mark <laughs> just in case Frank that doesn't Lord check Hall. his email. Uh, ever so slightly excited. Have just <gasps> booked tickets for Frank's show in Jersey in December. At least you can guarantee one avid reader of the show and a long-suffering partner at the gig. Bergerac. <laughs> OK. Bergerac Could have given that it. bit of positive spin. Yeah. Remember, it started <laughs> off ever so slightly excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let I won't be using any of this on the poster. It continues. Let me know if you fancy a cuppa. And if you're bringing the family, let me know. And I can advise you on things to visit on our beautiful island. Got any oh. uh, reptile based? <laughs> <laughs> Frank's there passions are mainly reptile based. There might be some exclu- There might be some reptiles that are exclusive to Jersey. I'll tell you what, it, th- yeah. Well, actually, it finishes. Marci bien de fa fe abil. Beautifully, Ray. <laughs> I'm that not, was, that was absolutely painful. It's, thought, made, it's assaulted my ears. I was waiting to hear, <laughs> and then you had to repeat it. And then it says Jerry, our native language. I don't, I don't understand. Well, they speak French, don't they? Oh, I see. <laughs> it wasn't that complex. <laughs> what was it was like a it's Jersey good. French. That, that, no, I'm, uh, glad, I'm glad you didn't recognise it as French. For a <laughs> there, might, there, pro- there probably is a Jersey French with a sort of... A, yes. You know, like Quebecois or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, like that. Yeah. Well, um, quickly, we've also got uh, Lee Wilshire. Um, attention must be paid to him, who says expletive to taking the kids trick-or-treating. We've got front row tickets to see Frank Skinner. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't start till they've got time to trick or treat yeah that's, that's no, they probably got the tickets for then for that date yeah I know yeah. but they can go early okay yeah, it's just that means you won't come to the Halloween party oh I'm gutted am I, go- am I playing that no, I, oh, I must okay. look at my day <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway it's all okay. it's all very exciting and thank anyone who's bought tickets thank you so much and um, there'll be jokes Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on Absolute Radio
We have had some feedback about the um, uh, crocodile. Was it Crocodile World? Or World of Crocodiles. World of Crocodiles. Oh, yeah. Uh, 551 has messaged us, uh, Crocodiles of the World, well worth a visit. Oh, Crocodiles of the World. Is that what it's called? Yes, we've got a picture of Lily at Crocodiles of the World. Um, okay, and it's, it's recommended. Recommended. They have a website, and there was a TV show on how it started years ago. Oh, how does it start? Someone what? brought a crocodile over. You think, yeah, wow, so. crocodile just turned up with a couple of other crocodiles. <laughs> <Big> wow. <laughs> Respect to Mundo for big wow. Okay, was, it's a little babyish. There was three crocodiles just doing the local club circuit. <laughs> And this bloke said, how do you fancy a resident? Yeah, that's what it's called. I knew it had something special. So it's the wor- world... You say something special. Croc- crocodiles of the world. But that is quite a thing. Um, if you went in there and said, have you got any from um, Uranus? No, no. Oh. It's of the world. He had to go that one, didn't he, Al? He had all the planets. I have um, cl- I've cleaned it up. OK, you have. You did, darling. Fair play. Oh, I think that would be a lovely name for your tour. I've cleaned it up. <laughs> My tour is called What's Showbiz. Sure is. is. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love that. Is there no business like? Um, I don't think there is, is there? Ah. Well, I don't know. Second-hand furniture, I always think. Yeah, yeah. similar. Got a zing to it. Um, I mentioned that because I uh, I went to see The Price this week. The Price? It's a, it's a Arthur Miller play with David, oh, David Suchet. I thought it was a game a show for a moment. Oh, I had a fabulous thing. As well, I was having dinner before the show with my uh, sister-in-law. She's not actually my sister-in-law, oh, but I call yeah. her that. Mm-hmm. And, my, uh, and, and, and her sister-in-law. She actually is her sister-in-law, right. uh, Liz. And we were, uh, we were having dinner before. Yeah. And David Suchet's in the play. And they said, uh, I don't know anything about this. I haven't looked at it. I haven't Googled it or anything like that. I said, what... We're just Suchet and C. <laughs> I was so happy with myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's little things like that that gave me a buoyancy for the rest of the evening. You see, David Suchet um, is famously... He's a real British method actor, isn't he? Is he? Yes, is he? when he does Poirot, apparently he goes to the catering truck and says, excuse me, I will have oh. the saucisson and the fruit. Oh, OK. He doesn't actually speak French. A little bit about his Belgique. But he... Um, he is very in character and he will only um, speak in a very strong French accent. Well, I knew, the, I knew the woman who did his, um, did his moustache on um, Poirot. Stop name-dropping. That was her specialist um, thing. Was she, was, that her, was she literally a person that people could well, say did, of her, she had one job, you had well, one no, job? She did, she did his makeup generally, but oh, obviously right. his makeup was basically, once you took the shine off him, yeah. you're basically just, it's the tash, that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. And when, monocle? Oh, we found another monocle wearer, sorry. And when it, when it ended, um, he bought her like a lovely big um, version of the moustache for her wall. That's nice. I think it was a wall, it was a wall or even all the front grid of a car. I can't yeah. remember. But a November. Big, lovely big um, Poirot moustache. I thought that was a nice touch. <laughs> you nice didn't tash. think so? Um, I'd love to just souchet over to the uh, <laughs> moustache. I've been going on all morning. Oh, yeah. So, listen, let me tell you about this, because I went with, um, with uh, Rachel, my sister-in-law, yeah? Oh, to see this play. And uh, it's Wonderful brilliant. Play. I'd, re- I'd recommend it. Mm. And and Suchet is uh, he's, he's fab. And uh, <laughs> he uh, at, at the interval, so there's three of us. So Rachel says, um, "Okay, what do you think?" 
I said, no, it's great. She said, she said, I think it's brilliant. I think it's like, well, it's, it's so me. I love it. I said, oh, great. Well, I'm loving it as well. Yeah. So what about you, Liz? She said, yeah, I really like it as well. She said, OK, then. So I like it most. I'm like number one <laughs> like it the most. Then it's you, Frank. And then, I said, well, I don't know if we need to do a league. She said, no, but that is. I'm loving it more than you two. And I said, well, I am loving it. And she said, no, I just, I, but I am loving it most. I said, well, you're OK. At the moment, you're loving it most. Anyway, we then, we had some ice cream and then uh, the second half started. So it was, again, it got even more brilliant in the second half, I oh, thought. Yeah. So I thought she's going to be uncontainable at the end. <laughs> so, I, I, so at the end of it, it was standing ovation all round. And I said, to, I, sa- I said to her, what did you think of that? And she turned to me and <gasps> she asked, do you know who um, Maz Kanat is? That, uh, it's, she's a, cr- a creature in the new Star Wars films that wears big goggles. When she, t- when she takes them off, her eyes are like tiny little. And she looked at me with eyes like that. And I thought, I s- what? I said, have you been crying? Because it was quite emotional. And she said, no. She said, I slept for most of the second half. What? So I just said it was the best thing. So I I, I got the bus home on my own and I I was one of those people. I got a seat to myself because I laughed all the way home (laughs) on my own on the bus. It was the biggest turnaround. Yeah, I I love this. I love this more than you guys. (laughs) Oh, man. So here's here's some... Here's the thing. Go on. I, um, I, I have been, I have become, I've just showed the gang here my <laughs> my first attempt at uh, social media. Yeah. Um, not my first attempt, but my for the tour, they said, look, you've got to be on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So You're I'd, playing the game, Comes yeah? to us all, dear. I'm, I'm playing the game. Playing the game. And they, I said, what for? And they said, because uh, you've got to tell people why they should come and see your show, which mm-hmm. is such... I, I, do you remember... Ow. And I don't know how long you've been doing Edinburgh, but there was a time when I first used to go to Edinburgh mm. when you'd literally see groups of young, enthusiastic people singing a song that went, come and see our show, come and see our show. And I yeah. thought, Wouldn't, can I just do that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't, I didn't feel so good about it. So I had to give reasons for people to come and see my show. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, shelter. It's the sort of viral pitch, isn't it? Yeah. If it's about (laughs) autumn, you might be glad of... Viral pitch is a good description. I call it viral pitch. It's a viral pitch, is it? I've just made that up, but I like it. It's very effective, (laughs) One thing I started thinking about was the seating. You know, it, well, it needs us to be comfy for me to no, come. But you know, well, I've not heard good things about Hall Arena's <laughs> seating. Apparently, very uncomfortable. Is that right? That's what I've heard. Oh, am I but playing I there? I don't think you are. I think you're okay, doing a different. Okay, well, that's probably why. Venue. I mean, my audience, they need a bit of comfort. <laughs> Some of Do you know what you should have called your tour? Am I playing there? Yeah, I know. I, I mean, you like <laughs> Streisand. It's all right. For what, what about if Andy Bush comes in the front row, standing up? <laughs> <laughs> He could lead, accidentally lead an ovation every night. He should sit at the back, really, if he's going to stand throughout. Is it the thing? It's only fair. So I'm, I'm now turning to Sarah, our um, producer. Yeah. Is that... Is, do the, the others, as I like to call them, the people that work... <laughs> I can say rock and roll football don't stand up. 
No. No. I, I mean, I might have got mad to stand up. Not if, a I, if I'd thrown a Savaloy <laughs> high enough, he'd <laughs> have took it out the air <laughs> like, like, like a dog catching a frisbee. <laughs> Some kind of fishing rod contraption. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they feed the seals? Why, 40? <laughs> no, but is it the norm, Sarah? No, some some do, but not many. Yeah, I don't think. What's the percentages? I'll get back to you. Okay, we're going to work that out. It's an okay. inter- I, I, apparently it makes you sound like you've got more energy. Well, that's why we don't stand. do it. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. We haven't got energy, not well, at my age, imagine dear. Me, imagine the 20th anniversary, I'm doing it on two sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Like the old ballet master in those Dagar paintings. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I was thinking about theatre seats, though. Wouldn't it be a good thing in one's home to have mm. seats that when you got up, they, they, went, they flapped up like that? Think of the extra room you'd have. Yeah. Oh, well, that's quite fashionable, isn't it? Do they yeah. the East London apartments to have a row of four vintage furni- um, cinema seats. But I mean, just like a normal mm. sofa type thing. Mm. And then when you get up... Yeah, they so flap you, up. Say if you had, I don't know, a dervish come round your house and said, I've never seen you guys actually whirl. You stand <laughs> yeah. up, the furniture's already cleared. Yes. I can't do that with a dog in my, in my gaff. Why not? Well, he'd just be, he'd be flipped up all over the place, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. He's small, oh, you bit, see. Well, well, if you got up to put the kettle on, the dog would it. be just pinged into the back <laughs> what wall. What you could do is, is if you have a Velcro backdrop <laughs> yeah. to the sofa... That's going to look attractive. Pick him up when you come back. Oh, that's that's look nice. What about when I've got gentlemen callers over there? I don't want them stuck to my what, sofa. When you have, what I've told you before, there's no gentlemen after ten o'clock. <laughs> I don't know if you know that I'm, I'm actually Emily's landlord. <laughs> I'm Frank's landlady. I keep a nice clean house here. I've told you, none of your tops coming down. Oh, look at me, Benbury's. <laughs> um, sorry, that was from Brief Encounter. <laughs> Now here's a do you, can I ask you a question? When you're on tour, Al. Oh yes. Do you get um, catering? Um, I mean, you know, stuff in the dressing room. I don't mean anything <clears throat> elaborate. No, there was a past. There was a past point when I was on tour, and I'm quite low maintenance, mm. as I think you're aware. And uh, you are actually. I, I am. I was turning up to venues. Well, in some ways. A lot of them had been sent a. Uh, the rider. A rider from somebody else's tour, which was quite comprehensive. I should say, by the way, for, um, that a, a rider on a contract is... A, mm-hmm. a lot of you will know this, but I don't want to presume. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when you're saying basically what kind of food or any other things. So like, you know, you do hear of people like mm. J-Lo asking for 12 white mm-hmm. uh, lilies in her dressing room. And, and candles. Yeah. Oh, no, she has another one as well, which she asks the staff to dress up dress up as minions to entertain her in her Vegas residency. She doesn't do that. Yeah, that's in her Vegas residency because she wanted her them to entertain her children. That's a bit Every- demeaning. The minions, <laughs> just, minions just again down, look a bit... Actually, that sounds like not a bad plan. You could do that in Jersey. You could get that in Jersey I for you, you could turn up... Uh, my sister-in-law could have turned up as Mascana and, 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 and wouldn't <laughs> no, have, no, she wouldn't have noticed the difference. <laughs> but yeah, I was arriving at little art centres and people had put lots and lots of drinks into ice buckets oh, um, wow. lots and lots and I was just on my own and I was saying I just want water and a cup of tea and, and then I'm going to drive home so I don't want any of this alcohol That well, so it felt a bit it, naughty here's yeah. my, my, my rider <laughs> <A little bit laughs> my rider is um, 
brown bread sandwich of any right. kind. I don't any. care what the filling is, as long as it's brown bread. Okay. Wow. Crisps. I don't specify the flavour. Any crisps? You can use an onion? Any, yeah, Ooh, fine. Absolute sociopath. Any crisps. Lovely. Um, Drink? Fruit. I don't specify the fruit. Good call. Obviously, when you don't specify the fruit, nine times out of ten, <laughs> you get what I call any other business, <laughs> which is uh, apple, orange, banana. <laughs> It'll be. Very um, good. The big three. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I don't that's mind that. But um, what about your grapes? Well, if they get grapes, it's a plot. But what a, you can't get vaguer than good. any crisps, any brown bread sandwich, fruit, tea making facilities. I mean, yeah. that is not demanding, is no. it? No. You know, I've, I've got international representation. Yeah, so how's that gone? The um, well, rider request. Six gigs in, I'd had one brown bread sandwich <laughs> and all the rest were white. Oh. Now, I want to ask about that. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've got I the, don't want to be I've, the person you're asking. I've got the fairs, but I'd like to do an or, something of an audience. I'd like to get some feedback. Yeah. This is basically what I'm asking. If you ask for a sandwich, does that mean. A white bread sandwich, unless you say. <laughs> but is it like buying an away shirt? If I went to buy a West Brom shirt, would they give me a home shirt and I have to say, oh, no, 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 actually, I want an away shirt? Is it like that? Is, is white the default bread mm. for a sandwich? Is, is brown bread, even in 2019, <laughs> is brown bread a development? Is what I'm asking. Okay. Mm. So if I said I'd love a sandwich, would someone think, well, obviously, he means white bread? Great is texting. it the default setting? Great texting, yeah, I'd it's. I, yeah. I, I'd love to Some get would to say the it's bo- too specific, but I think it's a great texting. <laughs> well, I thought I was... Um, it seems I've been too demanding in asking for brown bread. I mean, he's starry demands. The big thing he wants, he wants IOB. <laughs> Come on. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. You really have... Lit up the switchboards with your bread. Well, I've got another in. bread query, but let's see. Oh, well, hold your high horses. <laughs> Don't spill all the gold yet. No. Davy has been in touch. White is a treat for me. A weekend bread, if you will. Oh, really? Lovely use of if you will, Davy. We should say the question Frank was asking, if you weren't tuning in uh, prior to that break, was Frank. Well, is when you ask for a sandwich, do people assume? White bread is is brown bread the, a sort of development? Is it is it like the away shirt of bread? Well, two two zero Tommy has uh, <laughs> excellent work. has replied with this an anecdote of sorts. Hi Frank Cockrell and TDME. Thank you. Um, the rule we have at home is white bread for the children and brown bread for the grown ups. The only caveat. Oh. Oh. Only caveat is that fresh bread from the bakers has no restrictions. <laughs> As per the rules, all praise has been redacted, so that's nice. I think that's a good of way course, to live in, your life. Of course, in the age of um, fake tan, you could probably lose a brown bread sandwich if you're in your trunks. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the way Frank said, ooh, there, because he sounded yeah. like the stingray evil I just man. Love, I love the sense of the rules of yeah. now, so it's all bets are off if it's fresh from the bakers. Yeah. Lovely. I'd what? like to know how observed that rule is, because my house has rules that are largely ignored. Well, you wouldn't need to put your foot down. Yes. Then spare the rod. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea Waterhouse says, wondering if the white bread is sourdough, 
as this is increasingly mm. being served as the latest healthy option over brown bread. Indeed. Please tell me you are not being served packet bread. I am being served packet sandwiches, yes. Well, okay. I think, I, if I may moot my own opinion, I thought that we'd shifted society so much that everybody thought brown bread was healthier and that me requesting white bread, because I think it's healthier. Do you think white bread is healthier? I do, yeah. I don't think we digest brown bread very well. Oh, wow, this what? is a revelation. <laughs> I do. I, grew, oh. when my I mean, bro- I ideally don't eat bread, but if you are going to eat bread... I feel like a discovery of DNA. <laughs> when, our, when, our, when our Terry, in like 1968, our Terry announced he wanted to eat brown bread in future. Um, something I believe he'd picked <clears throat> up at the local youth club. <laughs> That's what Claire <laughs> Whatever Aina, happened to. Well, Claire Raynor always advised going there if you wanted to meet people. Join a youth group, lovey. Yeah. Was her advice. Great advice. Pretty much anything in life. Yeah, table tennis and brown bread, as far yeah. as I could tell. But yeah, and it caused some consternation at home that he'd got he'd got ideas above his station. Yeah. Well, we used to use have this milk called sterilised milk, which right. was a step down from UHT. I mean, it was white water. That sounds horrible. And sound. a friend of mine used to call it council house milk. I remember, which is very disparaging. <laughs> yeah. And 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 then I came to think, I suppose, of white bread as as that, as as a sort of a partner to that. But right. I, I, you've shot me out. I have never questioned that brown bread must be healthy. No. Don't they bleach? They also put colouring in brown bread, I believe, as well. Yeah. Do don't they? they? It's all. There's all. It's all done. Anyway, can I? Need, I need to ask another question. Sure. I finally Excellent. got brown. I finally got brown bread at the Wyvern Theatre, Swindon. <laughs> Round of applause for the effort they <laughs> well, made. Yeah. I buy that novel. Delivered with a smile as well. Oh, that's nice. Which at, at, at a regional theatre is, is it's it's worth its weight in gold. <laughs> I feel so, I don't like the idea of the poor lady turning up having to smile thinly. No, no, she mm. was. She seemed. Um, okay. She did everything thinly. She um, she was lovely, and she gave me the sandwiches, you know. And now she had gone for the what I would call the X factor sandwich, in that it's cut with an X. Do you know oh, what I mean? Right. So it comes out in three triangles. Oh, I don't like that. Now here's the thing. No, no, I'll three need help. triangles. Well, four <laughs> triangles. You're quite right. Oh, okay. I four, knew what he meant. Four triangles. Got you. Got well, you. maths is not my strength. No, no. I, was, I thought yeah. I was confused. No, no. But it's because maths is not my strength. Yeah. I, I uh, wanted yeah. to ask this question. It seemed to me from looking at the X, the X cut sandwich yeah. with the four triangles that I had less crust wall to support the sandwich. Was the crust still on? But the crust was still on, of course. I'm yeah, still hoping for curls at my age. <laughs> um, and I thought, mathematically, mm. has she exposed more of the inner sandwich? And I could, I stared at it for 10 minutes. And I just, you know, when you can't, you just can't work somewhere out, your head sort of goes like, you can't, there's nothing in there at all. Yeah. I thought I was going to have a nosebleed and die. <laughs> so I stopped thinking about it. But have I, is, there can't be less crossed, no. obviously, but is the more inner sandwich exposure on an X-cut sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> A1215. God. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Frank, you have, may I say, yet again lit up the switchboard. But this is a them. genuine inquiry. Well, yeah, I'm not suggesting say, for a second that I'll you've cynically done it. Enquiry. Yes. A genuine inquiry. Yeah. Um, 
Well, it, I I would have called it something like the mathematical sandwich paradox. <laughs> something <laughs> like that that you were going for. Right. Like, is there more crust on a conventionally cut bread and less crust available on a triangle well, I, the crust, I, I re, even I realise the crust cannot diminish, but it's, no, the, but, it's the inner thing. But I think it's a, a, I think it's a trick of the eye that you're discussing, really. Oh. Um, so, uh, 412 has said, Frank, it's the crust to inner edge ratio that's the concern here. Reckless sandwich making. Mm. Not sure of the point they're making there. Crust, inner... Well, this is my thing. Is the more... Inner edge is what I'm saying. I well, suppose. I think Jeff may have the answer. Right. 419. Well, of Hi, Frank. He does. Hi, Frank. Loving the sandwich based discussion. Um, <laughs> Good. Don't normally read out Just praise, you, but mate. I think. I think um, the triangle cutting trick means there are no crossed corners. The perfect solution to the childhood nightmare. I think oh. my childhood nightmares were different from that, Jeff. But the crushed corners. Well, so was mine. No, I had nightmares corner, about Lou Reed. So you Reed. basically get. The child oh, thinks yes. they're getting more crust because they've got to eat the right round angle. the corner. Yes, yes they've got to eat crust round the people, corner. People you don't didn't want to be like doing that. Were you, always genuinely, were you genuinely forced to eat your crusts? Well, it wasn't a question in our house. It was oh. eating them or my brother would have eaten them. Really? Mm. We you, didn't have to do that. He would have eaten them when I was still in my mouth. You didn't have to <laughs> do that. That would be grim. Did um, you have to do it? Uh, I didn't have to, I don't think. I chose no. to. I ate everything. We never had a serves. meal without bread and butter, I don't think. I think every well, we meal didn't was... have to do it because you didn't get crusts on the canapes. Well, that is, um, see, that's one of the pluses. Yeah. Denise Forster has said, yes, the four-quarter sandwich gives appearance of more in a sandwich and encourages young children to eat more of the sandwich is because the crusts are straight edges. the reason? I, think, I like it. So in a, in a way, if anything, oh. you've been infantilised at that theatre. Yeah. Yeah. Cut the sandwiches like a child would well, want. What about what about the cross of St George sandwich, where <laughs> you're, you're giving the children three little sandwiches, each of which have an eat round the corner oh, crust? Yeah. That's a Can mistake. I draw your attention to the work of Sybil Liberty. Sybil, who I like the sound of. Sybil. Well, I do as well, and I'll tell you why. Because she's she not my sister, is it? Remember, I was Frank Liberty once in a hotel. Someone booked me in us. <laughs> Sybil Liberty says, only brown bread if someone's watching me. And I respect that kind of honesty, oh, Sybil. Because excellent. you know what? I'm 100% the same. Yeah, if I'm over at home on my own, I would go white every time. If I'm out wow. with... I mean, occasionally I buy this brown bread, the rye bread, the sourdough. Do I want it? No. Do I want people to see it when they come round? Yes. Well, that, again, have really has shocked me. <laughs> so, white... Uh, brown bread only if you're being watched. Brown Nine, bread eight, is affectation. My problem with this, of course, is I'm a Roman Catholic, so I'm always being watched. <laughs> <laughs> 987 has suggested, and this isn't why I'm reading this out, I'm with Mr Cochrane on whole meal bread. I read a book on IBS and the author wrote, why would you want to eat anything that belongs in a nose bag? Fibre was originally Ooh. promoted to farmers to wow. sell the rubbish that used to be thrown away love. or fed to cattle. Really? Well, a doctor like told it, it me... it agrees with me and it's part conspiracy theory. <laughs> <Look, laughs> he likes it. I don't want to gossip, but a doctor told me there was no such thing as IBS. He said that's an umbrella term that doctors use. He said, if, he said I do it myself. If someone yeah. goes with stomach problems, you don't know what they are, you tell them they've got IBS. Oh. Is that right? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
It's been Milan Fashion Week recently. Yes, MFW. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've, I've had uh, alerts. Yeah, me too. High collar, the high collars thing. Oh yeah, it's taken off. No, I didn't know. Well, I didn't the, know. well Ashley, would you like to know um, the trends just briefly? Um, Prince of Wales check and houndstooth. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I was going to go for thinness right. and the colour black. Is it not? No. Because a lot of the fashion people wear black, don't they? You're they thinking wear... of um, the ninjas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> the trouble with the martial so arts. It's a very narrow world. They don't... You're right, you're right. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what else... Qu- Hound's uh, tooth. Now, yeah. there's a thing. We mm. always called that dog's tooth, Chip. Yes. And it mm-hmm. suddenly became hound's tooth. Well, maybe it was just two, two different worlds. In my world, they were hounds. Well, I... Um, okay. Well, your book isn't <laughs> called Everybody Died So I Bought a Hound. That's because I've been spending no one, the last ten years with you. No one would buy it, you see, if you said that. They'd think, oh, it must be like a pro-hunting uh-huh. thing. Um, so That's Emily's new book, which is available oh, at the moment, by the way. Thank you. Um, so, oh, so, hound's tooth and... Oh, dog's tooth. I'll let you have that, because it's your some show. Of, though, you'll is, gap um, your rules. There's a Bob Dylan stage suit... That he used that to wear nice. in the sixties. <laughs> no, you, you, you know when he looked really cool in the Don't Look Back years. I mean, he looked fantastic. The hair, yeah. Mm. And he had a, a a dog's tooth suit, and it was like green and black. I think, oh man, it was a that was a great suit. Okay. If I could have, you know, any celebrity suit, that would be right, right up there. I think oh, I could probably yeah. get one made, but I mean, I I don't know if I could carry it off. I no. see you as more of a sort of Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Some smoke hair. I've got a bit more, a bit more faith in the material. Bright yellow or lime green or something. <laughs> it's a bright yellow zoot suit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I, I don't. Uh, nice. I don't want it to clash too much with my teeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry, in brief, those other trends there for you. Uh, neon is back. Oh. Neon. Huge. I know, I've noticed that when I've been driving on the motorway at night. They're all wearing it. It's very popular in France as well at the moment, the neon. <laughs> it is. A lot of fashion people on the yeah, way. Yeah. Those it yellow is. jackets, is that on the catwalk? So people are going to, like... It's just sort a of cross-rail a, chic. It's a bit of Look. a rave thing, wasn't it? No, oh, Alan, neon. he was one oh, of yeah. those. He was a raver, did you know that? Did, did, was he? Yeah, did you not know that part of his life? No. It's one of my favourite parts of his life. Oh, I like the the, the violence <laughs> of the twilight years. <laughs> um, for, briefly, sorry. So we've also got country squire tweed, dark florals. Dark florals are a sort of goth on the Italian Riviera. Okay. okay. Do they go there much? The goths. It's a bit sunny for them, isn't it? <laughs> they have a day out though. The goths. Every now and again, they get to Whitby. That's yeah. where they go. I mean, yeah. they're not going to get burnt there usually. And they have to worry the eyebrows start melting down mm. the face. I look, look, I've always said we this many times. They are my favourite. Kindest, subculture. most lovely people you'll ever. Oh, lovely people. Good hearts. My view is they. They'll never ever be fashionable, and they sit around talking about death. And as a Catholic, I can identify with those right. things. Yeah. Oh, me yeah. too. And finally, the leopard leopard print. Oh well, that's everywhere. Bob Dylan again. <laughs> well, leopard skin peel box hat. Guess what I thought? Leopard print cape, Frank. Hello. Excellent. Wow, I'm Come not. Sure. I'm not. Is it? See, I. There's something slightly dark. To say we shouldn't kill animals for stuff, but then to wear pretend versions, mm. there's a suggestion we'd like to kill them. You I mean, if we, if we could find any sort of loophole, we would. Oh, we're just saying we're admiring their coats. Yeah, yeah but they look better on them, don't they? Well, I wear a T-shirt with you on. It doesn't mean I want to kill you, always. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. You Excellent. do not wear a T-shirt with me on it. 
I think I, ha- I must have at some I point. I can't believe that for once. It's, you wore a Doctor Who yeah. hooded top last week. That's about as close. I wore a fall T-shirt. I like the way that Emily said, oh, well, I wear a T-shirt with you and I was going to let that go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just believed Do it. Do you? Well, when? I've worn a T-shirt. Well, I got given a T-shirt with your name on it, but then well, my so name's on it. Well, I got one with your name on it. <laughs> I'm not having that. Okay. Anyway, there was a bigger happening. There was. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Which was that Gigi and Bella Hadid. Gigi? Each time I see a little girl of five or six or seven, I always have to stop and say, thank heaven. That's from Gigi. (laughs) Can you not sing that? Sorry. (laughs) Okay. I liked it. Two of the world's most (laughs) famous supermodels. Well, can you... Can I stop you there? Sure. <laughs> this has made me realise. I thought I was au fait oh. with the soup. I could rattle off a right. few supermodels. I realise I'm way out of date. Right. I had never heard of these two. Seriously? Al? No, I, I'm, I'm a bit behind as well. Joking. <clears throat> I knew them by name, but I wouldn't recognise them. Like, I'd read about I them. I didn't know their names, even. <laughs> they Gigi Bella. I can't actually. Yeah. Didn't I like Gigi is it Gigi rather than Gigi? What's a Gigi? Gigi? Gigi and Bella. Oh, right. Well, I, the, the, I call um, her Gigi. Descended from the Prince of Nazareth. Yeah. And the right. Sheikh of Galilee. Well, I, 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 I Googled them. Well, their father's Muhammad. He's famous. Oh, is yeah. he? Yes. I'll tell you what. This is a thing, though, that I couldn't get to the bottom of. And mm. I and I, and I, had a, I looked, I looked up um, Gigi, Gigi. Oh, did you? And Gigi... Um, was quite a sportswoman when she was um, younger. Oh, yes, did she do a horse, horse riding? She was a competitive horse rider. No way. And then, it's, and when I looked at her name, Gigi wasn't her actual name. Is she called Gigi because she rode the Gigi's? Oh, I see. 8, 12, 15. Is, is the, you know, Another. are the Gigi's, is that actually a thing that they say in other parts of the country? I, was one, I once sat in for Danny Baker on Five Live many years ago, and I... I went over to Cornelius Lysit there. Um, oh. I, I, you know when you, you go across, not go across, but you yeah. hand yeah. over. And Love I said, uh, so no, with news of the GGs, um, we got Cornelius. Didn't like it. <laughs> mm. Did not like it, yeah. Someone said, don't turn to that with Cornelius. Takes it very seriously. The whole story. <laughs> well, he doesn't like it because he's, he's got the Planet of the Apes name. <laughs> you can't mix your mediums there. Oh, he he has. I hadn't thought of that, actually. Should have been Planet of the Horses. They never made that, of course. Never made it. I'd love Planet of the Horses would have been better, wouldn't it? Probably. Not as good as World of Crocodiles. Imagine four of them in a Jeep. (laughs) That would have been brilliant. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Bella and Gigi, Mm -hmm. they were spotted... At Milan Fashion Week, and I might add, at, after New York Fashion Week, whole clutching novels. Yeah. Someone described it as weaponising novels. Like that. No, I didn't. Now. What does that mean? It. Well, shall we get to that? Al, would yeah. you like to say what you think it means? Uh, well, I just think it's. Um, I think it's patronising to say mm. that they're reading as if like that gives them power. Are you saying patronising ironically? <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. Just yeah. before we get twenty-five texts. <clears throat> That's fine. I mispronounce things all the time. Um, but See, it's only done on purpose now, so we don't notice the accent. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's allowed to. He's good-looking enough to get away Is with it. Is that what you think, though? I mean, I the, can't do the, that. These um, 
Well, I tell you what. So we should say These the books they had out. Do, yes. do you know the weather? One of them had Bella had Stephen King's novel, The Outsider. Which and... I haven't. I haven't. Do you know that? No, I don't. Do you know what? I've never read a Stephen King. Oh, brilliant! How about on writing. As I would have thought. Oh, well, that's I did, also yeah. good. I did read some of that, but once he started going on about these anti-adjectives, oh yeah, I, I started to think he was a bit uh, didactic. And uh, can, I, t- can sorry. I say sorry? I met. Um, James Herbert. Do you know him? Oh, yes, he wrote The Rats. He wrote a book called The Rats, which yeah. I tried to read at school, and it scared the excrement out of me. <laughs> Did it? And I had to... I, the Rats I would to, have had that. I had to stop reading it. it was, and I met him at a party. And he said, oh, all right, Frank. Oh, so what sort of party was this? It's a very nice chat. Who's coming tonight? Frank's book James Herbert. James Herbert. And um, I said, I read one of your books the rats he goes oh great i said i gotta gotta tell you i didn't get through it and he said oh why did you tell me that he's right i said i'm sorry but i said i was so frightened by it i just couldn't he goes oh well that's all right yeah like that (laughs) so yeah so he was okay with me um obviously i'd paid yes yeah but terrifying that's why i've never read stephen king i can't cope with that level of terror I think okay. it might. I'm, really, I'm not kidding. That I think keeps you might me like. You don't like horror, do you? It's, it's very, um, it's very pacey. Like they're all sort of cliffhanger uh, chapter King. endings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, e- they're proper Look, page turners, aren't they? In a second, I'll tell you what Master happened to me. The... I went to see George Romero's Day of the Dead at a late night viewing, <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Frank Five one eight has been in touch. Before we turn return to the uh, world of fashion, I thought we could just put a bow on our maths question that you I like created it. earlier. I like the Love it. Mm. Uh, you were uh, discussing sandwich um, cutting. My question is: If yes. you cut a sandwich in a does it not diagonally? Bleed? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do you are you exposing more in a sandwich than if you just cut it down? down the middle. I mean, you're doing two cuts for a start of That suggests mm. you're exposing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, 518 has been in touch. Hi, Frank. You are totally correct. I'm not claiming that I followed this entirely. I'll do We'll leave it there. <laughs> mm. uh, no, go on. What a great sandwich-based mathematical observation! Exclamation mark. Why, The ratio of crust to non-crust, assuming a square sandwich for simplicity, mm. when a sandwich is cut into quarters, is two. So the ratio is two. Right. But when cut into triangles is 1.4. So it seems like less crust and more inside. Seems. Because there's a a smaller ratio. Oh, see, that's it with maths, isn't it? I'm currently studying for a maths degree, so dropped my toast and reached for the pen straight away. Mm. That's from Claire. Well, thanks for your help, Claire, but I still don't understand it. All I want is a simple Am I right? Yes, good luck with the degree. Well, it begins, you are totally correct. What a great sandwich-based mathematical... Well, because it's still only a... It's still I mean, only an observation, isn't it? this is what happens when you go backstage it? during the tour. Yeah. You, seem, you seem to be in really enjoying that gig. You just like, seem? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, th- thanks. If anyone... Um, uh, Claire, if you can give me more clarification. Oh, Ooh. very good. Frank, Rob's been in touch as well. Oh, I've yeah. read all James Herbert's Rats books, including the graphic novel. I've had a tattoo done. 
<laughs> novel. Good. Try them again, Frank. They're not that scary. Are you Wrong. sure you've had a... T- you sure you just didn't sleep on it? Then <laughs> <laughs> you were sweating a bit. I can't... It's, I'm not saying they aren't brilliant. It, they, obviously, no. they are brilliant in that they frighten me to death. When I saw George Romero's um, Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. which is one of his... I think it was the third in the Living Dead trilogy. Someone will correct me. OK. I'm sure they will. I was at um, the Triangle um, Cinema in Gloucester Green, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, How did where, they do their sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we had sandwiches in those days. Okay. We just ate um, meat straight off the animal. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, actually, it was it was. I worked there. I, I, I worked at that place. Um, uh-huh. And um, I saw this film, and I went. I had to have a. Um, I had to urinate about an hour into the film. So I went into the toilet and I had to kick open the mm. three cubicle doors <laughs> to make sure there weren't any zombies in there. Oh. Now, do you think that in a, a grown man mm-hmm. to get to a point where he can't urinate unless he knows there are... What are the chances well, of there being zombies? And if they had, how would it have helped me by exposing them? Well, Do they go to the toilet, zombies? <laughs> That sounds like a risk. <laughs> and they don't sound like they'd... I don't think they'd use them in a sort of responsible no, fashion like that. No. They wouldn't say, oh, I'll just go into the cubicle. They'd do it. They'd just, probably do it on the prob- tiled floor of the well, entrance. Well, they'd just soil themselves. <laughs> I would imagine so. In the ragged trousers. But, but do I want to see something that makes me so frightened that I'm, che- I'm having to check for zombies in the toilet? I was 20, you know, 20 years old. Mm. OK, I love this topic because, question... With Jaws, when I interviewed the popular and very talented comedian, uh, Greg Davis, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. both discovered that our, we both had a childhood fear of Jaws, which was so bad, we couldn't even go in swimming pools. Oh, wow. I mean, because I just somehow thought, we were saying, Greg said, you know, what did you think they'd overcome, the sort of chlorine issue, and they'd managed to come up. I genuinely thought any water where my legs were dangling, a shark would emerge. Did you not have that with Jaws? No, but if Greg Davis jumped into the swimming pool, wouldn't he be touching the other end of me? Yeah, yeah. He is a, he is a length. <laughs> he could have it's a shock. Done. Job done. If he raised his hands up and just does a belly flop, that's a length. He's, he gets his uh, wide stripe. He could punch that shark on the nose. Well, I mean, I can't imagine his legs dangling unless he was in no. the Pacific Ocean. Good. I mean, you wouldn't think you'd be frightened of anything, a man of... I could fancy him against a shark. Yeah. And I've snogged him live on television. Oh. Do you remember when we ran out of comedy and, and panicked and kissed each other as a sort of... A... Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so ashamed. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have one thing I would like to pick Frank up on from 277. Can Frank refrain from falling into the trap of calling them Sam? Witches. I they are. Do sa- let me tell you what it is. <laughs> they are sand witches. I, I, That's I'm all bad. Sandwiches, sandwiches. So, I'm saying sand. On. Sandwiches. Mm-hmm, it does no, sound I a think, little Sammy. I think you might be forcing that now, and in conversation, I think you do say sandwiches. Oh, you've got him there. You've been that. waiting for <laughs> no, weeks. No, to no shoot not at all. Down. Oh, I'm fine with it. I like it. Let's talk about something else. What about chimblies? And then to say it, chimblies. <laughs> Ch- everyone used to say chimbly when I What's was a, a chimbly instead of a chimney. It's not even the same, in the same ballpark. We no. talk more about chimbleys because um, there was, you know. Coal and stuff in those days. Oh. Chimbley, yeah. 
My sister-in-law used to say Draclia as well for the uh, oh. the popular ghoul. Yeah. Anyway, we're, this, this is not... We're discussing uh, books being a fashion accessory. Well, you know, Gigi and Bella had the supermodels. Um, yes. Gigi, neither of you are familiar with them, so it's, a, it's been a long morning. But um, <laughs> Gigi is... No, but I know, I, I know their type. <laughs> Gigi is... If I saw a picture of them and they were two, like, quite bulky... Um, middle-aged women. Yes. Um, How I'd, dare you? I'd, I'd be stunned. Yeah, that's not what they're like. Gigi went out with Zane off of One Direction. Oh, oh yeah. did she? Yes. She was in the Taylor Swift Bad Blood video. Don't know that. Oh, baby, now we it got It was about septicemia. Um, <laughs> oh, really? That is a shame. It was topical, though. Band-Aids mm-hmm. don't fix bullet holes was one of the questions. It was a lovely Band-Aids song. don't, don't fix... fix bullet holes, meaning, you know, if someone treats well, you badly, you can't the... just put a Band-Aid on it. It depends uh, on the okay. stage of healing. It does, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'd have thought um, towards the end. It but they're into... That was the follow-up single. They're into oh, yeah. reading now, these into reading. ladies. They read Bella... They now. They might have read before, but they just didn't carry the books around ostentatiously. Is that... One that was... Yes, say? that was that um, character that used to say, groovy or whatever. Ostentatious. <laughs> 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 the, the stag night default. Yeah. Um, so, Stephen King's The Outsider was the one that Bella was seen with. Do you know what Gigi was seen with? Uh, yes, she was seen with Albert Camus, uh, the stranger. Etranger. Right? Ah. Uh-huh. And also known in the English translation, Frank, as... Uh, whoops, there go my trousers. <laughs> the Outsider. It's a French so fry. I think they're doing something there. What oh, did you I say see. the Stephen King one was the called? Outsider. The Outsider. Ah. I, now, I'm the only one that seems to have picked up they're on They're playing pick-up wow. pairs. Yeah. <laughs> they're playing a very complicated literary game of pick-up pairs. Yes. That's what's happening there. But come on, coincidence? I think not. No, I think you've, that, I think you've I, rumbled oh, it. Yes, because no one has picked up on this. No. Vogue was saying, would you join Bella and Gigi's book club? Other papers were saying, you know, the new fashion accessory books. Well, I'll tell you what, she didn't, did she not post a photo of the Stephen King book next to her Louis Vuitton bag and they <laughs> yes. had like the same red? I thought that oh, was that is... borderline. But I'm sure, I mean, models, they must have a lot of time sitting around waiting oh, to yeah. be photographed. Yes. You'd think that they, I mean, I went out with a catwalk model once. Did you? And yes, I, I won't. She wasn't. Uh, she <laughs> wasn't. She wasn't super, but Not she was. A, she was a working model. Yeah. Uh, working model. <laughs> and um, bat- batteries not included. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe on a good night. Anyway, it, uh, Frank, Frank said I when he did the her. ES questionnaire once, a Yes magazine, which may I say his responses were held up for years afterwards as the the gold standard to aspire to. <laughs> and one of his, I never forgot, it said advice to a Londoner: if you see the word, um, if you see, what was it, Frank? It was about models. <laughs> if you see the word model next to a doorbell in London Soho. Yes. Don't expect to find Claudia Schieffer. <laughs> no, wouldn't it be great to see someone like that looking from one of the windows? <laughs> My work's really dried up and I thought this would be enough. I didn't need a publicist. I've got a small sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, so she said to me one day, I think I can tell this story in some safety, she said, oh, I've got a, um, a, a Joseph shoot 
today. All right. You know, you know the. Mm. Are they still going? Yeah. Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> and she said, yes, that's what she was wearing. <laughs> she wearing a and, coat and now else. Sorry, have, have we got it? Shall I oh. come back to this? Okay. So she said, um, she said, you know, she said, I hate catwalk days. I hate clothes. I hate the people that go to. The... Yeah. I said, God, what, what do you like? She said, cocaine and Ferraris. Oh. And you know when oh. I've said to you that sometimes you in the early stages of a relationship and someone said, I get a flash frame, some, like, like the woman who, who described um, Fever Pitch as a novel. Yeah. And I know there cannot be a future for oh, us, yeah. and that was the moment. Of course, she was obviously a, an attractive woman. And I did three weeks later think, I wonder if she meant Ali Cocaine, who, um, <laughs> who, was ma- who went out with uh, Will Carlin. And, oh, yes. uh, and Nick Ferrari, the LBC <laughs> presenter, and I've misjudged that. Maybe, but I mean, it, you know, you you know, you re, you try and make people right in retrospect. But I think I think I probably got it right first time. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Someone has picked up on me for saying Zane off of One Direction. I thought you were doing that to make us chuckle. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. Just so everyone knows. Okay. Often the correct journeys are missing out on what I think of as offers. Well, I know, I know. Say often, I think it's about 50-50. <laughs> I promise that was intentional. No, I'm okay. sure. Okay. It's everyone okay. relax. Can I ask you a question before we go into the, any more detail sure. on this? Mm-hmm. Um, are there still... So there are still supermodels. That is still a, a, a classification. A job. Right. How... Who decides? Is there some sort of actual method of this? Is it to do with money earned? Oh, like or? an arbitration panel. Yeah. Are there people are, are who are... Is there a grey area where people are pushing super, well, but not no, quite... not the super right. No. Um, do you well, know what I mean? Is it like a belt system in the martial arts where you're brown belt and then black belt? Is that how it I'm works? Saying, can you go from model to supermodel? There's no Dan. No Dan's. What I'm asking... Oh, that's a good question. Is there a male, are there male supermodels? David Gandhi. Hello, thank you. Is he, class, you know, is he called that, though? Do you know, you've, you've learned well. He's the only one, isn't he? He's... Well, David gets... David, yes, I call him David. <laughs> he gets well. very embarrassed when you ask him about this, but he is... The highest paid male model in oh, the world. I thought you were going to say he is related to <laughs> Mahatma. Yeah, mm. I call him Mahatma. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is the world. Yeah, he's officially so, a male supermodel. So there are male. Su- okay. Yes. Okay. Well, there are. There's only a handful. What, what, we, what me and Al are after it is, 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 there a, is there a measurable. It's all that chicken and broccoli. <laughs> yes. Is there a measurable superness? So is it just an opinion supermodel or or is it...? I think what it's about... um, This won't take long. Sorry, girls. It's when the supermodels originally, when models crossed over and became personalities, which started when American Vogue put them on the cover as celebrities in roughly the 90s. So when they were named. Yeah, when they became celebrities. Do you understand? When Mm. when, uh, a a lot of artists in medieval times, the religious artists, they never signed anything because they thought it was about Mm. God and they were Uh, were irrelevant to this celebration. Yes. And then in the Renaissance and stuff, people started... Signing it and they became celebrities. I see, I've got it. You thank got you. it. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Next. So, Move on. <laughs> um, Next so, question is How long should a Percy thriller take? <laughs> because she Lovely was question. pictured with the Stephen King book, I think, a month apart. Yeah. And I feel like that is not a book that you savour. It's a book you right. read in a couple of days 
Yes. And then you're done with it. Well, this is true. I can't hang on to a thriller she, longer than about four days. When well, she, she really said she couldn't through. put it down, it wasn't a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> she actually didn't care for it that much, but she just can't put it down. I, I mean, it must be lovely to be able to use your own forearm as a bookmark. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Right, we were discussing the um, Models the Read Books news. Uh, I think that seems obvious that people would read books. but The, the outsider the connection is interesting to me. Do you think they're uh, not reading these books? Is it a message? Well, I think it could be quite like a sophisticated outsiders? message, yes. They feel somehow other and objectified and alienated, or it went with their bags. Yeah. You know, it could be... Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I feel sorry. I mean, I suppose if you are very beautiful and incredibly rich and famous and have come from an incredibly privileged background, you are right. an outsider. You are, ah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, there are and, much worse outsiders to be, though. There are. are. I know. I think there are, you know. yeah. I um, mean, that bloke used to be in Birmingham with a long scarf and used to shake it down holes in the road to see if there's anything in there. He was a bigger outsider, in my opinion. <laughs> I would agree with you. Yeah. He sounds quite outsider. Yeah, but I never saw him with a book. <laughs> I saw him with a house brick once and I crossed I... over. My my question is: Are these ladies in uh, relationships? Because uh, mm. reading can prove. They go out with Zane. Oh, they did, did they? but I don't oh, know if they gone? currently do. Not anymore. Hey, that was always going in one direction. No. Oh, no. Um, Bella Al was going out with the weekend, and then. Um, at, with or at? <laughs> yeah, she's or doing on. Um, she's doing flexi time. She was going out with the weekend. <laughs> that that that'll be a rap uh, person. Yes, I'm guessing. it's right. called the weekend. Is he really? Yes. W e a k. Signing on. Signing on. <laughs> Is it the weekend? No, it's spelled in the tradition. W. Okay. I'm not familiar with the weekend, so uh, no, that doesn't surprise did me. Did he do Saturday nights all right for fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Alan. Um, yeah, no, the week he, she was dating the weekend. Did she split up with the weekend? Yes, because I think he was at the Victoria's Secrets catwalk show, and it was all awkward, oh yeah. man. Uh, so it you wasn't had a one very, job. Wasn't yeah, a look very... at one model. <laughs> Don't look at other models while you've got a model. That's no, the rule. Exactly. It's the weekend. The <laughs> yeah, what are you doing the weekend? Do I'm, think... I'm going to uh, the football. No, no. I said, what are you doing <laughs> the weekend? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the football. No, no, no. I'm using. Yeah. So um, complicated. Do you think? Do you think he could... is he the? I'd call him the, because I always nickname people. Yeah. The That's reason I um, yeah. the reason I asked if they had uh, partners, partners in their yeah. lives I'd is call him, I uh, think I'd um, call him time oh. and a half. <laughs> I think uh, I think I've invented a life hack for um, for relationships that are somewhat troubled by reading. Oh yeah, go I on. Uh, I sometimes like to read even after my wife has gone to sleep or as mm. she's Kindle. Like, Get she's a Kindle. Finished. I don't like Kindles. I like real books. They're great. Oh, I like reading. a Kindle, Frank. When the partner's gone to sleep, they're perfect. But the light is a difficulty, isn't it? The light. When, no, because it's just a reading. tiny. Pool. No, no. I mean that's yeah. that's probably better. Yeah. But when reading a a book with pages, which is what I tend to do. Oh, yeah. I see. Getting the light right can be difficult. Oh, what have, do you do about the light? We had well, many. I've rows. had a brainwave. You've learnt braille. I, I've uh, I've got an amazing. What life do you hack do? For you. Candle. Um, I use a headlamp. You know those. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know those the lamps with the strings. Do not. Yeah, I've got one of those. Dentist hat. Honestly, it's it's oh, a that's real attractive. it's a real game changer. 
Yes. Real game changer. Have yes. that with game my changer, blessing, everyone. Game changer. If I walked into your bedroom, <laughs> if I was, I'm concerned. If I walked into your bedroom and you had that on, I think I'd go, whoops, sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> wow, Dr. Groper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. On the um, Camus front, the oh. Albert Camus. Mm. Yeah. I've only ever read one book of his. It was mm. like an essay okay. about uh, Sisyphus. And Sisyphus, you might know, ancient Sisyphus was, um, he was he's a, his punishment by the gods was that he had to push a large boulder up a mountain all day he spent doing that. And then at the end of the day, he let it roll down again. Mm-hmm. And then he'd, uh, he'd go to the bottom and had to do it again. That was his curse. Mm. And I, the, the reason I read this book, it was bought for me by someone I did a television programme with, and it was bought because I often used to say that doing that show was like pushing a large <laughs> boulder. <laughs> and on another show I did, a bloke bought me a T-shirt with a sort of men-at-work thing, which was a man pushing a round thing up a hill. So oh. another. So obviously it's, I'd, been, oh. I'd stopped with that theme. Well, I was thinking it was more like a sort of a personal trainer analogy. Like, this is what you're going to have to do, is just move a big, heavy thing up and down for a it while. Was, it was well, the you idea. like to put this trainer... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say also, when I saw them with those books, mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I agree, Al, far be it from us to suggest that they were weaponising them. I would agree I with you as patronising. I do. Um, I meant to say that. But, let's be honest, this does go on. In the celebrity world, I remember Jerry Halliwell left the Spice Girls picture two weeks later with Frank. The Road Less Travelled. Still remember it. Oh, yeah. right. Based and on a poem by? Robert Frost. Correct. OK. Fabulous. What a team. Why didn't they have us on that in University Challenge, David Baddiel did? Yeah, well, he was threatened by me. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Paris Hilton off, spotted carrying the Holy Bible. After, was she? Uh, yeah. It was after she got into a little bit of trouble. To be fair, I think she was working for the hotel chain and was just rearranging some of the rooms. You know, they've all got a Bible in them. Was it Gideon's? <laughs> Donald Trump's favourite book? Gideon's Bible. He says, that's the Bible's... You know when people say, what's your favourite book? He, he says, does. He says Bible. the Bible. Oh, yeah. fabulous. Very good book. Long, long book. Tremendous book. Very good book. Some horrible people in it. <laughs> um, terrible people. Great people, horrible, horrible people. people. <laughs> Some of the most book. horrible people <laughs> in uh, Lindsay Lohan, packed oh, yeah. with the uh, Quran. Did she wep- did no, she? really? Mm. Did she really? Wow, that's a that's a that's um, yeah. a strong statement. Yeah, I remember. There's a picture, a famous picture of Marilyn Monroe reading James Joyce's Ulysses. Ah. I remember that. There is a photo of me that was used on a poster for something. They said to me, I was in this bookshop and I was doing a something or other signing, and they said, we, we're looking for a poster um, and in which you read a book and you look, you know, so you, you look engrossed in a book and then mm. we'll have a picture. We'll use that on the poster of you enjoying a book. What book do you want to enjoy? Mm. And David Baddiel had a book out at the time, had a novel out. And I said, well, I'll read Dave's book and then that'll be... You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm advertising the concept, but also I'm, I'm advertising a friend's book. Mm. So I thought I was doing a nice turn. We'll hear from him in a minute if he's listening, but he'll remember this. So, Hang um, on, I'm just checking. Okay. 
So I think it was the book he wrote about Princess Diana. I can't remember quite which Whatever one. Whatever love novel. means. I can't remember quite which okay. novel it was. But anyway, so I held it and I really did a big laughing thing as I sort of say, I'm love, you know, I'm really lo- loving this book. It's really funny and stuff. Mm. And I thought uh, Dave would say to me, thanks so much for... <laughs> so Dave um, found me up and said, it's actually it's not the kind of book that you'd uh, just laugh out loud. That like, that's a bit. <laughs> it sort of slightly told me off. Oh, Oh, well. But um, if I'd done the Bible, if I'd done the Bible and really laughing my head off. You know what I don't like? I don't like... I know this... I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get in trouble for this. Because oh, yeah. we're all equal in this day and age. I don't like a man reading Fifty Shades of Grey. I, oh, no, yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere near anyone reading Fifty. That's why... <laughs> that's what they said was one of the things that made Kindle a big thing is that people who oh, read Fifty Shades of Grey read it on Kindle on public transport uh, so no-one knew they were they were reading it. My late Just, father bought that for me one Christmas. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, <laughs> bought me all three. I said, why did you buy me this? You know about it. I mean, and also... You know, come on. <laughs> for all sorts of reasons, it was an extraordinary present. Indeed. <laughs> Okay. No, I, I haven't, um, I haven't read it, but I, I think I know generally what it's about. Whoa! What did he read? Hope you're not judging a book by its um, cover. No. Although we do. Yeah. Um, so I, let's hope that these two women are just having a, a little book club reading thing. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Maybe you can join. But it is. Um, yeah, we, we know where that would end. <laughs> uh, oh, imagine me having a real. <laughs> Thank you with the both of them in tears. <laughs> oh man, Zayn Malik turning up, the King of Jericho. <laughs> oh wow. Prince of Nazareth <laughs> having beef with Frank. Or sitting sit there, we'll have to sit on the floor in a tent and do the, do the book club. Oh man. Actually, it's sounding better. It's getting better after I talk about it. Albert Camel would be there. Oh yeah. That's what they call him. Frank Skinner. It's one of the ironies of the modelling world mm. that um, probably the least glamorous of the models are called glamour models. Oh, mm. yeah. They're probably the ones <laughs> with the least well, status in sort of international... And uh, um, agencies, they're called money girls. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Well, I think that's... That's on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> I thought one of the I ironies think... that you were talking about is that these models are walking around carrying books and yet they're in the industry that invented the must-have bag. The it oh, bag. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're not even mm. using this that must-have. Just that just proves that they Yeah. Now you mention have. it, that does suggest that they want them to be seen, doesn't it? Yeah. There is a message. Nine five. They could have a see-through carrier bag. <laughs> like a blue and white stripey <laughs> one from a oh, corner oh, shop. Dawn books. You like one of those. Morning, guys. Yeah. This is from 953. There will only ever be one true group of supermodels. The Cindy, Linda, Naomi et al. crew from the Freedom 90 video. Even blokes not interested in fashion knew who they were. They were mega paid, distinctive, powerful entities in their wow. own right. Now, any vaguely pretty woman with one modelling job under her belt is called a supermodel. But blokes like Frank and Al and half the Population haven't got a clue who they are because they just don't have the clout of the El McPherson and Claudia Schiffers we once had. Sob. Wow. And that text in has, uh, that text in has gone straight to the absolute nineties. Um, <laughs> we've got an awful lot of tabs open today, sure. so I feel like we should tie up a few. Okay, loose let's do. Ends. Let's do that. Go for it. Um, 
005 has texted, Morning, guys. Must say brown bread isn't as good as white bread as a fishing bait. Hope this is a help for you. That's because it's gloomy down there, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to see. Is it? I mean, it's like it's like if you see a, a light. If you're a, a, on the blink, the lights on the blink at night. The blink. Bright light. Who uses that? Yeah. Al? No, no, I'm fine with that. It's an old television take. <laughs> You can see a swan. You'll see a swan at 300 yards, but uh, I mean a mallard or someone. It's lost in the. It's the same same mm. process. Zero uh, seven zero. Please tell Frank that Stephen King doesn't just write horror. A brilliantly written example is eleven twenty two sixty three. A gripping story about a time traveller yeah. who attempts to prevent the assassination of JFK. Hate to appear presumptuous, but I think he'd love it. Well, I'm going to write that down. What is it again? Eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Is it a? Uh, is that the grid reference for where I'll find it? <laughs> I think it might be. Well, yeah. of course, didn't he write Shawshank Redemption? He did. Did he? He did. Well, He's... I mean, that did all right. He's written a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old. There you go, Stephen King. Doing well. Yeah. Um, I, time I, for more? I must admit. <clears throat> Come on, let's squeeze one. Are we more. wrapping up? Uh, 118. 118? Oh, yeah, is it from those two guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lovely uh, hair. <laughs> if Frank is serious about his reptile viewing, he should really try La Ferme aux Crocodiles, brackets Crocodile Farm, uh, oh, Pierre Latte Pierre, Pierre Latte in France. Admittedly, it's not near Cheltenham, being over 600 miles south of Calais, but it is a thoroughly brilliant place. I might, I might try. If I like, I think um, I might have been to that. I like, if I like Crocodiles of the World. That might be my next, uh, my next reptilian step. A little French trip. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, great. Imagine, son, I'm just snipping to France to see, uh, check out some reptiles at um, the, the Crocodile la- Farm. The latte of uh, crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> firm, latte. Firm, firm crocodiles with lattes. That's, uh, we've all got our specialities. I mean, that's certainly specialist interest. <laughs> that's like girl in bikinis with guns. Did you ever see that uh, website? <laughs> Anyway, no, I um, clear my history, unlike you. He's <laughs> <laughs> sensible. Um, so, thank you so much for listening to us as well. And uh, look, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we're back again this time next week. Now, get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.